Cool. Well, um, I'm here with Kathleen Rice, my uh, terrific colleague from New York's 4th District. So give me the boundaries of New York's 4th District. Just so. so it is within Nassau County, which uh -huh. is uh, the east and west borders are Queens, which is part of New York City, and Suffolk County, which is where all the, some of our most beautiful beaches are. So it's wholly contained within Nassau County, which is where I used to be the district attorney, actually. Right on. So um, I, I, we, we I call- I on Long Island, did I say on Long Island? On Long Island, Island. I get it. So um, <laughs> we call this quick questions about Congress with Kilmer, yeah. and it, um, we're doing it largely to give people a sense of who serves in Congress and why do they serve. I think when I'm back home, the most common question I get is, dear God, why would anyone want to be in Congress right now? So, um, dear God, why would you want to be in Congress right now? What got you, what, got, what, what, what made you pursue this job? Well, I spent my whole career in public service. I've always been a prosecutor for about 25 years. And mm -hmm. for the last nine years, I was the DA in my county. And the representative whose seat I took over retired. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, you should run. We need more people like you who are not going to be afraid to reach across the aisle yeah. to help break down the partisan gridlock that is so frustrating the American people. And uh, so I ran, and I'm really glad I did. Yeah, is it pretty much what you expected, or anything surprised you? Uh, well, you know, there were a lot of surprises, I think. Uh, a lot of running around. You have to wear really comfortable shoes. I think men probably suffer from that more than women do. I only have two pairs of shoes. Well, so. <laughs> that's uh, the I rotate, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, one of the things that I, that I was surprised about is everyone thinks that Washington is broken. Um, and there's a lot of inaction here, but what surprised me was it's not for lack of will. There are a lot of good people like you who are here, who came here for the right reasons, and we just have to put all of our differences aside and, and recognize that we have a lot more that unites us. Yeah. Are, are there particular issues that you wish Congress was making more traction on that it hasn't? I think, speaking of the, you know, the things that people talk to me about, mm -hmm. they want to know how they can educate their kids, give their kids a quality education, not just you know, uh, a college education that doesn't burden them with mortgage-sized loans when they get out, but how do we ensure that every child uh, has the ability to get what I think is their God-given right, which is a quality education, from pre-K all the way through? Um, that's a big issue. And you know, look, what's first and foremost in everyone's mind right now is how are, how are you people in Washington going to keep us safe? Mm -hmm. We see what's going on around the world, and we've seen incidents here. And uh, that's a big issue that people talk about now. And, and there's a lot that we can do to you know, make people safe. How have you found, you know, since you, you came out of that world as a, you know, as a prosecutor, uh, how, how have you found that skill set uh, come to play here in Congress? I mean, obviously, when you work on issues around public safety as a prosecutor, it probably translates into some of the homeland security issues we have here. Yeah, there's no question. I, uh, one of the things that I did when I was DA was partner with as many local community groups as possible. Mm -hmm. And some of the high-level meetings that we have here as a member of the Homeland Security Committee, we talk about just that. How can we drill down into the community where there's a lot of knowledge, where there's a lot of discontent, and try to identify ways to keep our community safer? And I, I, so I think that's one skill set that I bring just given you know, my background as a local DA. Mm -hmm. Um, does uh, having been a former prosecutor mean you ask substantially tougher questions in committee? I uh, know, I just know how to ask more of it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm really doing. You, you never uh, pester the witness? You know, there's no... Well, you know, you get such a short period of time. I always feel that you get more with honey than vinegar. Yeah. More information with honey than vinegar. Uh, so I, I like to, I'm, I'm a more information gathering kind of 
questioning and leading people to where you want to get them. But uh, it's definitely a skill, that's for sure, when you're only given five minutes. So um, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, one of the surprises to you was that uh, there's a lot of good people here. Um, are there things that, that you think your constituents, if they knew something about Congress, that would surprise them? I wish that people... Anything you wish they knew? I wish they knew the background of yeah. the people who come here more because there's a tendency uh, to kind of lump people once they get here into two baskets. You're either a Republican or you're a Democrat. You're not a veterinarian. You're not a, uh, a local VA. Mm -hmm. You're not a doctor. You're not a lawyer. You're not a small business owner. And we have such a diverse group of people who come here. And yet when we come here, the general public just sees us as either R's or D's. Yeah. And they put it in, and it immediately feeds into that whole partisan gridlock uh, thing. So I think it, it would be great if the American people knew more about the personal yeah. backgrounds of people who come here. You know, I often say the, the when I get asked what surprised me, I often say, so I guess what surprised me is there's a bunch of good and competent and well-intentioned people that are here and many of whom I'd never heard of before, before I came here. And I guess the other thing that surprises me is yet in the aggregate, it's still kind of a mess. Yeah, that's very well put. Yeah, so any sense of, uh, you know, how you, I, I think you, particularly as a new member, really gone to work on trying to make relationships across the aisle, and that's been intentional, I assume. There's no question. I think that we have hit, in this country, a tipping point. And I, I, what I want to tell the American people is Congress is hearing me, and I think there are more and more people, and I'm sure, Derek, you experience this too, more and more members, not just in our own party, but across the aisle, who are saying, come on, we have got to get together and get things done. And we have to acknowledge that you know we're not going to agree on 100%, but there's a lot that we can do in the margins. Yeah. And, and so that's, you know, that, that I think that tipping point is, is here. Any moments stand out to you in your tenure so far as like, that was super cool, or, you know, things you, when you're done with your time here, you'll look back and say, I'm really glad I had that experience. Or so I will say that walking to the floor, and I pinch myself every time because there's only a handful of people, uh, of, of people in this country who have served in this government, certainly a smaller handful of women who mm -hmm. have served, there's only 84 women out of over 400 in the House. Uh, who have served so the, the honor and the and the privilege of being able to serve in this way is amazing but i do have to say as a point personal privilege being able to be in this chamber and on the floor when pope francis was there is certainly a highlight for me that is cool that's awesome so what's your um what's your commute like when we when we gavel down at the end of the week what do you get on the train or so i really shouldn't even talk about this because i know you have incredibly difficult chair i asked you this so that um i can uh, dislike you at the end of the class. <laughs> well, you're going to yeah. because I have a flight every hour. Um, you know, DC to New York is, is basically you could commute every day. So I can't complain. I can jump on Amtrak, I could drive home, uh, or I could jump on a, a flight, one, which is one every hour. So I, I don't, I stay away from complaining because you, Derek Kramer, with your beautiful wife and your two beautiful daughters at home, you, it takes you a long time to get back, which, which I'm told my daughters are beautiful. But they, um, let me yeah. and funny, yeah. which is very important, and yeah. sweet, and they're wonderful. And uh, so I give you a lot of credit for taking this long trip across the country every single week. 
which I, again, I hope your constituents appreciate, and I hope the American public appreciates really uh, you know, how much um, it, it takes to come here every week. So how long from door to door do you leave your office? And uh, if you had to pin me down, I'd say two and a half hours. I really dislike that. <laughs> uh-huh. Sometimes less. So one of the, gosh, now I really dislike this. So um, I know we're kind of uh, nearing the end of our time together. Uh, that one of the, um, I usually work on my flight, but uh, every now and then I get to watch one of the uh, Alaska Airlines DigiPlayer movies. So um, I'm a movie buff. I think you can find out a lot about a person by knowing what their favorite movies are. So I got to ask, what's on the Kathleen Rice, you must watch these movies list? So I know you want me to say Star Wars, but I'm going <laughs> to you choose Star Wars. That's my movie. Because yeah. I can't compete. Yeah. I have, um, there are two movies that I love. Okay. Um, I mean, there's so many movies that I love. But two movies that whenever they're on, I watch them. It's a Wonderful Life. I love it. And Groundhog Day. Love it. One, two of my favorite movies. That's and, awesome. You know, they're just, you have to watch them if you, they're not as good as Star Wars. See, I predicted say. To Kill a Mockingbird just because the oh, former well, prosecutor. I love the book more. Yeah. That really, that, that book is just amazing. I hope kids are still reading it these days. That was a great movie as well. Groundhog Day. Oh, fascinating. But those two, just they're such pick-me-up movies. They're the both both are in the Kilmer top ten. Yes. Yeah, I knew I liked you. Well, Star Wars is in mine, but I didn't watch any others. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you. You bet.